Hello, my friends. I know it's been a little while since you've heard from me, so that's why I wanted to be super intentional today about taking the time to sit down and think through what I wanted to say and actually have a talk with you Um, because uh, these podcast episodes do take time to produce. And with the transitions that I've had in my life recently, I have found myself feeling I'm pretty overwhelmed and feeling like there just is not enough time. I am pretty sure that sounds familiar to many of you. I think that's probably a pretty common experience in general, um, especially in today's society. And with all the expectations that we put on ourselves, it seems like life just keeps getting going faster and faster and more and more is demanded of us all the time. So today I wanted to take time to go back and revisit um, lesson two from the Feminine Power course that I've been going through. I found that it was something that I needed to actually go through and listen to twice, Um, but after this episode, we will definitely be moving on to lesson three and can you continue to work through this course together Um, because we don't want to stop and get stuck. So I will be sharing about that today. So let's dive in. Welcome to the podcast L-O-V-E. I am Elisa, and I am on a mission to learn the tools to make my life the best, most abundant experience I can have so that I can become a coach and help others who are living below their divinely given potential rise above their circumstances to live an outrageously vibrant existence. I am inviting you to tag along with me on my growth journey as I share what I'm learning, my thoughts and experiences, my successes, and even my failures. So like I said, lately I've been feeling um, pretty overwhelmed and powerless just with the demands that have come into my life right now with the changes that I've experienced with my daughter going back to school, it seems like I have less time now than ever before. And I'm more tired than ever before. And I've been feeling pretty powerless. Um, It's ironic that I've been wanting to focus on going through this journey and this study around uh, power. And my life feels powerless. Um, I suppose you could say that this is the testing ground or, um, the, the gym, it's, it's like, I guess I would look at it as being like a gym. If you want to get stronger, you have to put yourself into positions where you feel weak. And so you stretch yourself and you push yourself. So I haven't necessarily intentionally put myself into a position where I feel powerless. I haven't done that intentionally, but because I am showing up for my life, life is showing up and providing me with opportunities to explore where I need to strengthen myself and where I need to grow. And the area where I've been feeling the most powerless is in the area of all the things that I want to do for myself and for my life. Um, there's always so much to be done around 
taking care of my daughter and meal prepping and planning and cleaning and work and all these things. And it can be really challenging to feel like there's enough time for myself, enough time to do this podcast, enough time to study, enough time to even just um, sit on the couch and watch a TV show. Everything seems to be a lose-lose where if I um, do this one task that I feel I need to do, then I'm not doing this other one that I feel is equally important. And I feel like I'm just losing all the time. So I was in my car one day and I was feeling really frustrated. And I found myself thinking thoughts like, I'm overwhelmed. There's too much to do. I can't do it all. I'll never be able to get where I need to go at this rate. And I had a moment where I I recognized these thoughts that were playing in my mind, and I recognized that they're not super helpful, and they didn't make me feel good. And I've also noticed with my daughter that she's been worried and anxious and saying things like, I'm afraid you'll disappear, mommy, or I feel like there's somebody watching me, mommy. And just this anxiety and fear that I see in my daughter um, is likely a reflection of my own life. I believe that the people in our lives are mirrors, that we can see ourselves and our life reflected in them. And so there's a good chance that my daughter is mirroring back to me my own sense of insecurity or my own anxieties. Um, but because she's a child, it's magnified and it's much uh, more stark than we necessarily experience as adults. Um, adult insecurities and fears can be much more subtle. And I've had to tell myself, uh, tell my daughter, stop telling yourself scary stories. And I heard myself saying that, and there was part of me that was going, Elisa, you need to listen to your own advice. You need to also stop telling yourself scary stories. And for me, a scary story is, I'll never be able to get where I need to go at this rate. I will never be able to accomplish X. I will never be able to finish Z. And those are scary stories. They're adult scary stories. Um, They're not necessarily the things that our children are frightened of, but they scare us. And so as I've been working back through and listening to week two of the Feminine Power Course again, there were a couple of things that I noticed that seemed to speak to what I am noticing in my own life around um, recognizing disempowering thoughts, recognizing scary stories. So one of the things that Claire brings up in her course is, again, the difference between masculine and feminine power. One is not necessarily better than the other, but that does impact the way we relate to our life. And often people um, have a disempowered feminine. Women especially who really need to be more heavily in their feminine have a disempowered feminine. And so when you're too heavy in your masculine, you get into analysis. And that's where a lot of those scary stories come from. The, uh, I'm not finishing this I'm not doing that. If I don't, you know, 
take this course of action, then this will not happen, and so there's something else that will follow after that that will never happen. And it's that analysis, that looking down the road and seeing the domino effect of um, everything that we have going on in our life. And it, that's a, a, a masculine energy thing to be in that place of analysis. Analysis is good. Analysis is important. But I think we can all acknowledge that there is definitely a tipping point in analysis where it becomes paralyzing, the analysis paralysis. <laughs> and so being able to shift back away from analysis to bring some balance to our energies, bring balance to the way we are showing up in our life is really important. And that analysis in the scary stories that we tell ourselves can actually be um, rooted in a lot of cognitive distortions. Um, I know everybody's heard of cognitive distortions, but we may not necessarily know what they are. Um, so I'll run through them real quick. So there's all or nothing thinking, thinking at things in absolute terms. That's the, I will always, or they will always, the situation will always, or never. I am never this. He is never that. Um, this situation will never happen. It's that all or nothing thinking is one scary story that we tell ourselves when we get too heavily into analysis. Overgeneralization. Um, that's again, that always never, um, seeing things as a never ending pattern. Um, this always happens to me or they always act this way. Uh, the mental filters we have around uh, giving preference to remembering negative experiences versus positive experiences. Uh, psychology shows that, you know, for something like for every negative experience we have, we need it is only balanced out by like three positives or something like that. I had did not look this up ahead of time, so don't quote me on that. But, um, I know we've experienced how much for every positive thing that somebody says to us, a single negative comment impacts us so much greatly. And so those are those mental filters. We have to be intentional about choosing to focus on the positives over the negatives because the negatives are just naturally going to be louder. Um, another cognitive distortion is jumping to conclusions, making assumptions, um, not having all the facts or even making up facts as we go. Uh, magnification or minimization, blowing things out of proportion or, or shrinking things in importance, the avoidance essentially or procrastination. Um, emotional reasoning is a cognitive distortion. Uh, reasoning from how we feel. I feel like a fill in the blanket. I, the example I have here is I feel like an idiot, so I really must be one. Um, I see my daughter doing this kind of thing, this emotional reasoning. Um, should statements. This is a big one. My mom has always said that we shouldn't should on ourselves. <laughs> no shoulding on ourselves. The setting ourselves up for failure by having these unrealistic expectations for ourselves and for others. Should, shouldn't, must, ought, have to, that kind of thing. Um, there's also labeling, calling ourselves names. Um, instead of saying, I made a mistake, you tell yourself, I'm a jerk or a fool or a loser. And then the last cognitive distortion is personalization or blame. 
uh, blaming yourself for something that you're not entirely responsible for or blaming others for things that they're not entirely responsible for and overlooking ways that you contributed um, to the situation or the problem. So that's real quick, the cognitive distortions that um, create the scary stories that we tell ourselves. And when we recognize that we're telling ourselves a scary story, we have a choice to make. And this is where um, Claire talks about empowered responsibility, showing up and taking responsibility for yourself and for your life and understanding that there is power in that, in that empowered responsibility. And we need to have empowered responsibility over our inner world. And we need to show up with empowered responsibility for the scary stories that we are telling ourselves. And recognizing that um, the scary stories are just stories, but we are reacting to them, which means that how we experience our external world um, is a direct response to how we are first showing up which is in response to the scary stories that we are telling ourselves. So essentially, life is not happening to us. It's happening through us because we always have a choice in how we show up. So the thing to, that we need to do when we recognize the scary stories, we need to properly name it. We need to properly label it. And we need to properly um, identify the underlying emotions underneath that. Instead of avoiding our emotions and avoiding how we feel, allowing them to come to the surface and correctly naming them. Um, and by doing this, we nurture our, our connection to ourself. And if we are connected to ourself, then we can more readily offer connection to other people. And the feminine is all about connection. It's all about community and relationship. And so having um, a strong connection to yourself and community within yourself where you are seen and heard within yourself is going to change the way you show up in, in the world. And that's that feminine power of connection. And recognizing that um, in that space of properly naming our feelings and showing up for ourselves, we are making a choice. And that um, every thought that we choose to listen or not listen to, we're making a choice, whether it's a choice by habit, a choice by default, a choice by convenience even. Sometimes these scary stories that we listen to are just, it's more convenient to not have to face them and name the feeling that is underneath them. But choice equals power. So if we want to show up as powerful in our lives, if we want to feel powerful, if I want to feel power, I need to recognize that I am constantly making choices. And this is where that empowered responsibility comes in, is recognizing that the choice is a responsibility. We have a responsibility to ourselves because we are making these choices. And if we show up and recognize that there's actually power in that dynamic, we have the ability to make empowered choices and be in a place of empowered responsibility. And so there's two places where we can experience this. We can experience this in our body and what our bodies physically feel like. Some people um, operate primarily first through how their body feels and the body will respond to the mind. There's that whole adage of fake it till you make it or, um, you know, smile, um, 
and eventually you'll feel happy. That there is some real um, dynamics to the body influencing the mind to a certain extent. But we also know that the mind um, influences the body. So you could say the body influences or responds to the mind, or the mind influences or responds to the body. It goes both directions. And so when you make a choice, you are either making a choice in uh, your mind, um, how you are responding to a thought that you are giving airtime in your mind, or you're making a choice around a physical action. And these two go hand in hand. So you have to, by being empowered with your choices, essentially what that means is that you are showing up with 100% buy-in with yourself in your choices. And I'll give you an example of what this looks like. So as a single mom, I always have a lot to do. And there's more than I can realistically do. And I often feel guilty for the fact that I am not doing everything, that I'm not getting everything done. Um, there's always a mess. There's always a bill to be paid. There's always something. It just is never ending. And I feel guilty that I've never reached the point where I've got it all done. I'm, I can like wipe my hands of it. I can sit down and feel good because, you know, the house is 100% clean. All the bills are paid. My budget is caught up. My daughter is happy and healthy. Like I've done my podcast. I've done my studying. I'm 100% prepared for the next day. That never happens. And so I feel guilty for that. Um, and I had a moment a couple nights ago where I recognized that I had a choice to make. It was the, it was Sunday night, final episode of Big Brother. I, I acknowledge I do watch Big Brother. It's one of my guilty pleasures. <laughs> I'll never be on this show, but I find the dynamics completely fascinating. So I had a choice. I could um, do all the other adulting things that I needed to do, or I could sit down on the couch with a glass of wine and invest the time to watch the final episode of this TV show that I enjoy watching. And by showing up as 100% responsible for the choice that I was making in that moment, I actually recognized that I was giving myself the power to really fully experience it and enjoy it. And I had to recognize that it was going to be the only thing I was going to be doing that night. I wasn't going to be reading. I wasn't going to be studying. I wasn't going to be planning a podcast, meal planning, or prepping, or cleaning, or budgeting, and or all the other things that I should be doing. I had a choice to show up 100% invested in the choice that I was making in that moment. Um, so again, you can see it's like, there's all these little choices that we're constantly making. I had a choice about making a choice. And when you show up 100% invested in the choice that you are making, you cut out the shoulds, you cut out the guilt, you create an, a space for yourself to show up completely present in the moment, which helps to create a sense of, of freedom and pleasure and enjoyment in life, which is really what we want, right? We want to feel free. We want to feel like we are enjoying ourselves. Well, the reality is, is that is never going to happen unless you choose it. Life is always going to be giving us 
too much to do. And if we don't have too much to do, we will create more to do for ourselves. That's just the nature of the beast. And so giving ourselves permission to be fully present, to be fully invested in our choices, that's how we are going to feel more empowered in life. That's how we are going to feel like we have a choice by actually intentionally making those choices and being fully 100% invested. Um, even if that choice means letting go of something else that we feel is also important by giving ourselves permission to be human and to have limits, then we can actually, um, move forward because we're constantly, we're not constantly being weighed down by all the things that are not getting done. And then also when you uh, show up intentionally with 100% investment that the choice that you are going to make, you then are also put into a position of, okay, so what is actually the most important thing to me right now? Like for me sitting down and doing this podcast, I'm right now choosing not to clean. I am choosing not to um, sort through my massive collection of books or any number of things that I could be or should be doing right now. And so I actually had to sit down for a moment and think through what I wanted to accomplish today and what was going to be absolutely the one thing that I would regret not doing today. And that was recording this podcast. And so I'm 100% invested in showing up for you today and recording this. And I'm so glad I did. I know I'm going to be able to move forward into the other things that I have to do this day, feeling really good about the fact that I actually sat down and did this and I didn't put it off for another week. So my dear friends, I hope that there was something in this today that resonated with you. I hope that you are feeling a bit more inspired to show up for yourself, 100% invested in your choices, and that you will find hopefully some freedom in that experience. So next time um, I talk to you, I don't know what I will be talking about. It will depend on what's going through my mind. But this is the last episode on week two of Claire Zamet's Feminine Power Course. The next power episode will be moving into week three. So I look forward to talking to you next time. Thank you for joining me today. I am so thrilled and honored to have you with me on this journey. And I'm excited to keep the conversation going. Send me your thoughts on what we talked about, and maybe I will feature it in the next episode. You can email me at thepodcastlove at gmail.com, or you can send me a voice message on Anchor. The links are in the show notes below. And if you've enjoyed this podcast, please share, rate, and review so that others can find the show and join the conversation. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time.